0: It was last week when Corey Rumor of the Tribune was on our airwaves, as she is now, for this entire hour. And Corey teased that she was going to be talking to a prominent, one of the prominent meteorologists in Chicago. And I reminded her, of course, that this is WGN radio. So that can only mean one because <laughs> we wouldn't accept any other and lo and behold it is tom skilling congratulations Corey, on oh. on uh, on uh, landing the skilling for a big time interview
1: you know hey dad how are you it was it was tricky to get him i got uh-huh. to say you know he is a busy man and yes. he had the flu the week before, so he had been off air for about a week, and so I wasn't sure it was going to happen. But you're right. Uh, the same day that I spoke with you last week, I had yeah. a great interview with Tom Skilling, and he's just as amazing and fun to speak with in person as he is on TV.
0: Yeah, so we've got a couple of uh, articles that uh, Corey has come up with. Tom Skilling, it's a QA. and uh, a Of a conversation that you had on the phone, which, by the way, has been edited for content. And
1: (laughs) I have to put that in there because if it's not verbatim, you know, somebody's going to call me out one of these days. So, but it's not like it's not like Tom Skilling was dropping any no 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 shouldn't say on air no no no. It wasn't anything like that. It was just for length, you know. I, I, I,
0: I understand. And, of course, yes. <laughs> Corey, Corey's uh, domain is also the archives. So she has, a part of the vintage Chicago Tribune, uh, Tom Skilling recalling the city's coldest and snowiest January days. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to do the, the part of the hour we're going to do about this interview, part of the hour we're going to do about the snowy days. And how ironic, Corey, Tom Skilling was just on our WGN News and... <gasps> there's it's a coming. it's coming apparently at 4 a.m he this morning
1: it. he what? called it last week he yes. said i'm already looking at my model so yep he's great
0: yeah they issued it so here we are what is today the 24th yeah let's see i think yeah 24th january 24th uh, we haven't had any snow and quite frankly it hasn't been that cold especially when you hear the Temperatures that we're going to be quoting later this hour from Corey's article in the uh, Tribune. In fact, um, uh, I can't wait to come back from this break. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah! So uh, you know, Corey comes on. I'm going to Tribune, Chicago Tribune. All right, Tom Skilling, Tom Skilling. Uh, you know, I like to get a little audio production. I wonder what I can find. <gasps> Uh, about Tom Skilling, not about you.
1: <laughs> not about me. I was gonna say I don't no, think anything no. too incriminating. Well, I, I don't gonna...
0: know. I you know what? Come to think of it, I've never looked.
1: Now that now you
0: maybe hey, hold on a second. There's an avenue I've not walked down yet. Uh but we'll be back with more with Corey and more about Tom Skilling here on seven twenty W G N. Ah, not
2: this again. Look, for the last time, you don't own this place. You don't even own your car. If anybody owns this place, it's me, Tom Freakin' Skillet. I could have you killed if I wanted to. Hello, weather. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna rain. What do you want me to do about it? Uh. (laughs) 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 Ah.
0: So you, there was, you you
2: you you have to watch the actual video of that. It's yeah. it it's even better. Trust yeah, me. Yeah. Watching Pat Thomasulo running from Skilling's office is priceless. I have to set it up. Um, there
0: was you know there was a time that WGN Radio and the Tribune, the Tribune owned WGN, and then it was sold to Sam Zell.
2: And, and he it, decided ooh. to turn it into an employee stock ownership plan, right? Which so meant the, allegedly all of the employees owned, owned it. it, right? And someone at <laughs> WGN-TV <laughs> took it just a teeny, teeny you, little uh, bit too far. Can
0: you play that again? Can you, so I'll tell you who owns it. God, not
2: this again. Look, for the last time, you don't own this place. You don't even own your car. If anybody owns this place, it's me, Tom freaking Skillet. I could have you killed if I wanted to. Hello, weather. Yeah, yeah, it's going to rain. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> and that is... um. Larry Potash, <laughs> yes, and um, what's what was- that? Oh, um, oh, Robin Baumgarten. Oh, they are yeah. the two who are yeah. on the. They're the two who you hear laughing hysterically. <laughs> but
0: you're you're right. Um, you should see the entire YouTube video clip. It's this whole bit they put together, and it's hysterical. At any rate, that's oh. <laughs> incredible. <sighs> So what what well, what did you take away as a reporter um that not necessarily weather related uh, about Tom about Tom Skilling?
1: Oh my goodness. You know, uh I, when I started to look in the Tribune archives before I interviewed Tom Skilling because I wanted to be prepared, mm-hmm. I noticed that he's been on TV at WGN for 3 months longer than I've been alive. Well, he's you know, gonna yeah. yeah, it's 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 incredible.
0: Yeah. No, go. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say, you know, uh, as of this summer, he'll be on WGN for forty-five years. Yeah. Well and the fact that he started out, you know, as a kind of a teenage meteorology uh, guy on his local radio station and out in Aurora, it's yeah, I, it, it's really hard to imagine. But I've lived kind of in a bunch of different states as part of, you know, going away to school and mm-hmm. starting out at teeny, t- teeny tiny newspapers where people still want to subscribe uh, in some of the finest retirement communities in the United States. And, you know, the, the one comforting thing was always to be able to turn on WGN TV and there was Tom Skilling with a forecast. And I will say when I first moved to Tucson, Arizona in 2000, early 2007, they got snow there. And now it wasn't like the snowstorms that we get, but it stuck. And to see snow on the on the cactus, on the saguaro cactus, is something special. And so I thought, I finally have a reason to email Tom Skilling some photos <laughs> and hopefully end up on TV so my mom can see it, you know, because like a good former Chicagoan, that's what I wanted to do. And so Tom Skilling not only you know, responded to my email and used the photos, he gave me a call and he asked, you know, how's the weather out there, Course? <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't know. There is something about that man who, he yeah. just makes you feel really special and yep. it seems yep. totally genuine, right? Oh. So it's hard to have an interview with somebody who you've kind of admired your whole life, you know, cause it's. It's Tom Skilling. There's only one Tom Skilling, you know? I would imagine he
2: He he really, he really is like that. I've been amazed by it. I've been amazed by that, having that experience with him, too.
1: Oh, David, it's so awesome to hear, because it's like, I hope I'm not the only person who feels like that. No. So that's very good to hear. No,
2: you are not. You are not alone. He is, he really is that decent of a human being. Oh,
1: and. The thing is, so I had requested an interview, and I wasn't sure if it was going to happen through the station manager, and I know Tom Skilling is normally the nighttime guy, right, for WGN? His first hour is 5
2: p.m. He starts with the 5 p.m. hour.
1: Do you know what time he called me? He called me at 8.30 in the morning the next day after I requested the interview. And he was already in the office and already looking at models Mm -hmm. and already getting stuff together. I mean, he is really dedicated to his craft. So much so that I think, you know, there's a whole generation of TV weather people, meteorologists who, you know, the whole... I. I don't know that much about the, the about meteorology, but it seems like he really has been the model for a lot of people, like explaining the science. He believes in climate change, and he has a very good way of explaining, here's why this is going on, and that part of our interview.
2: Do you remember a couple of years ago, there was a solar eclipse? Yes. And yes. Tom took a trip downstate to watch it. Mm-hmm. And do you remember seeing the video of him breaking down in, in tears from the experience?
1: Oh, you know what? It's funny you say that because I had a couple of friends travel to Carbondale, Illinois, to watch it, and they had a similar experience. Like, they were already planning for the next one. But you to see somebody just so, like, Over, just so
2: it. just, you know, emotionally struck by the awe yeah. of the moment that's Tom. Yeah, that's who he yeah. really is. He's an amazing human being. How's everybody doing? <laughs> <laughs> do we do we know you? Who are you? Sorry, I apologize. I'll be quiet. No, no. I, if it
0: wasn't good content, I would have said something. But it was wow. good content, David. Okay. I mean, good is good, and I just thought I'd take a moment to reintroduce <laughs>
1: myself. It is your show. It's your show. Uh, you know,
0: okay. Uh, you know, you mentioned that that you, uh, Tom. You made a reference to your age and how long he had been on TV, and there's one a line in one of these articles where he says to you, "I don't know if you remember the 1970s." And I'm reading this article, and I'm going, Tom. Story was not even alive in the 1970s, <laughs> let alone not alone remember the 1970s. Um,
1: Does anybody remember the 1970s, John?
0: Well, well, you know what you know what the cliche is. That something along the lines of the the cliche that's coming to my mind doesn't make sense if you were if you remember it, you weren't there. I don't know how that yeah. could posit- I don't know how that could be true, but I was there, <laughs> and I was there for. Uh, many of these snowstorms that we're going to talk about. And uh, let's get back. Uh, before, we got a, uh, a break at about 25 minutes with David's news. Um, let's get back to his belief in climate change because, you know, that's a, that can be a divisive topic. But I think if you, if Tom Skilling tells you he believes in climate change, there's climate change. Period. Yeah. And and your article, give us some of the article that backs him up on that.
1: Sure. He was talking about how in the 1970s, part of the reason I called him is because last week was the anniversary of our coldest temperature on record in Chicago. Negative right. minus 27 degrees. And so in this week on the 26th, it's the anniversary of the largest snowstorm we've ever experienced here in Chicago. So it was the perfect time to get Tom Skilling's take on all of this. And he said, you know, we just aren't having the types of winters that we used to have, the 1970s, 1980s. And he essentially said, you know. If you don't believe climate change is, is at work, just look at what's happened to the character of our winters around here. He's like, we're running warmer than average. We, like you mentioned, John, we have less snow than average. And he says we've, we've continued to warm. So he said there are people who will look at one storm or one month and say, that doesn't prove climate change. And he's saying, no, if you look back, 30, 40 years, 50 years even, and see how our winters have changed since then. He's like, I'm, I don't know if people who've moved to Chicago since then realize how brutal our winters used to be. And now, like you said, it's 35 degrees. I had the window open a little yeah. bit ago. You know, yeah. it's, it's totally different. And you're right. It, it could be divisive. It, it turns some people off completely. But he has the experience he's gone to alaska he's gone to hawaii he's all over the place around the united states he's keeping tabs on everything and if he's the one saying like david said if he's the one saying climate change like you said john he then i believe him
0: well he has some statistics that you've included in the interview three percent of lake michigan surface is covered by ice now that's what i understand from the article well
2: and, below what the norm used to be in
0: january in 1977 mm-hmm. 75% of lake michigan was covered by ice so yeah all right that's just one of the statistics um, i mean it's not it's it, it's a fact it's not somebody's not making it up <clears throat> uh,
1: and you know that's it's, the thing that i love about meteorology is he and all the meteorologists, they are looking at the data. They are looking at actual numbers that were recorded on specific days and comparing it from year to year, decade to decade. Right. And so right. you're right. It's not just him spouting out about this. He has the data. He has the models to go by.
0: Yeah. Um, another part of the article said uh, there was a temperature Over the weekend of 80 below in Siberia, which broke a record there. And that same area was up over 100 degrees two summers ago in 2021. Uh, That's that's uh, that's you know what that speaks for itself. Thank you. Uh, More with Corey coming up. 735 at 720 WGN. Corey, did you hear that?
1: You know what, John? I had to look up those commercials, the the Burt Wyman Ford commercials, because yeah. uh, I yeah. I don't remember them. Oh, well, they are wonderful.
0: Well, can you tell me why would I play a Burt Wyman Ford commercial? with? By the way, uh, Lynn Burton for certain is the person who's doing the uh, commercial. <laughs> why would I, in the midst of a Tom Skilling Hour really with Corey Rumor from the Chicago Treatment. What in the world would I be playing a Burt Wyman TV
2: commercial for? Uh,
1: Blame Tom Skilling. You know, I asked him about some of the coldest winters that he spent here in Chicago, and he said, like I mentioned earlier, people who've moved here to Chicago and never experienced those, they just they just can't understand how brutal it was. And he mentioned one particular incident where he was leaving WGN TV station for the night. He went out to his car and it wouldn't start. And he described how outside it was so cold. You could hear things creaking and cracking like trees every time the wind blew. And he soon realized, okay, the car's not going to start, but there's a garage behind the studio so if I can just push my car. So we got a couple of people. They pushed his car into this garage, and that's where he mentioned they used to shoot these Burt Weinman Ford commercials and that there was a turntable. And so if you if you Google the Burt Weinman Ford uh, commercial for YouTube – like somebody has posted a whole bunch of these things and it's just as 1970s fantastic as you can imagine. It's like, you know, these, these like, I don't even know what color, like Harvest Gold drapes behind this guy, this turntable, and then, you know, like brand new 70s car to sit yes. on it. So he said that was the only way he could get his car to start was to put it in that garage on that turntable for a little while and let it warm up.
0: <laughs> I think that's a great story. You know, we're talking about a, a turntable that you would put multiple cars on or one car on, and then when Bert Wyman... When they do the TV commercial, this car would go around in a circular motion. So, of course, you could see it 360 degrees. Really high-tech commercial quality there. Spending a lot of money on it. Not only that, but let's talk about um, the polyester suits of the spokesperson. Holy mackerel.
1: (laughs) I mean, I I don't know. I was born in 1978. It made me wish I had been born a little bit sooner, you know, Aww. to experience all that funness. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, part of the thing, that, part of the article, that we, it's actually the interview with, with Skilling is in two parts. There's the one um, that we've been referencing, and then there's the other one that falls under your vintage Chicago Tribune. Uh, headline, byline, whatever it's called, where you and Tom recall the city's coldest and snowiest January days. That's the cool part. Not just what's the coldest you know on record. We're talking about the month that we're still in, yeah. right? And yeah, that's the and he, that's the interesting part of it.
1: Yeah, and he mentioned January is like the perfect time for us to get really cold, cold weather. The days are short, Um, it it gets some of these brutal, you know, fronts come down from Canada, Uh, so yeah, January seems to be kind of like, if we're going to get the worst of it, we're probably going to get it in January, now of course, there's, I asked them, like, if we make it out of January without a big snowstorm or without, you know, a polar vortex freeze, by the way, he doesn't like that term polar vortex. You know, I could I could hear him rolling his eyes or see him rolling his eyes through the phone when he mentioned polar vortex. But when we get those really deep freezes, you know, it's it's usually in, in January, and there's still a chance in February that we could get a bunch of snow, um, but it's as our days get longer, and our average temperature begins to increase. You know, it's it's not as likely, but I mean, we're almost toward the end of January, and right. yeah, we're supposed to get some snow tomorrow, so I guess anything could happen.
0: Well, one of the things that's fun about this article, uh, the one that has to do with the vintage Chicago Tribune is that uh, you determine these days and these temperatures, and then you include a few lines from an article that appeared in the Tribune then. Uh, For instance, this one. uh, Under the headline, Second Coldest Temperature Ever Recorded in Illinois, minus 36 degrees. And the quote is in the newspaper, It's colder than a well digger's butt in the Klondike. Said... (laughs) said <laughs> said John Carroll owner of the Lone Gas Station in Congerville. <laughs>
1: uh, you know, you, yeah, you might be wondering who cares about what the second coldest temperature is, but yeah, after you read that, you want to know about it, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what and what great reporting on the part of the Tribune, too. I
1: mean, oh. well, the reporter, one of the fun parts for me in going through and seeing who wrote the story is, yeah. like, oh, Christy Parsons is now a correspondent in Washington. She covers wow. the White House. So, yeah, everybody's got to start somewhere, huh?
0: Yes, that's absolutely right. So these snowfalls, these record snowfalls, you've got them for January. Mind you, yeah, You've got them listed, sort of like you know, four, three, two, one. Give us like, Mm -hmm. give us like the fourth, right now.
1: Let's see here. Okay, so eight of the coldest temperatures ever on record here, and seven of the largest snowfalls all happen in January, like you mentioned. So let's see, let's let's go to the fourth because this week is the anniversary of of the first. The fourth largest snowfall, (laughs) which is one that many people who live here will remember because uh-huh. it, it led to a, a different outcome in a mayoral election right after uh-huh. this winter. It was the winter of nineteen seventy nine. It's when Chicago received almost 90 nine zero inches of snow. Yep. That's the most we've ever received in a winter in this specific snow started january 12th ended the 14th by the time it was over there was 20 inches on the ground and this is the mayor brandick one yes. uh, So people might remember how mayor oh. blastic uh said it was up to you to figure out how you were gonna get your 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 car off the street unbelievable the problem, the problem was none of the parking lots were clear like very few of the main roads are clear So the chance of you getting your car off the street were like almost impossible. And so people were livid at this man. And it's, it's, it's pretty like, I don't know if it's the whole reason Jane Byrne was elected is, is the city's next mayor, but it was a significant part of it.
0: I, well, I was here and I I think it was a really significant part of it uh, because the snow was so extreme and nobody could seem to remove it, and nobody could seem to get anywhere, and then that was combined with this reporting here in the Tribune quoting the then-Mayor Belandic, that um, he didn't take responsibility for mishandling the snow removal. He lashed out, saying police would be ticketing vehicles and ordering them towed if not removed from the streets. He also said there would be, quote, no exceptions for six sick sick. Elderly or poor people who couldn't move their cars. If there are hardship cases, they can tell that to a judge. Holy mackerel! Yes. Wow, brutal. brutal, totally brutal, totally brutal. And yeah, that that had to. I mean, there's your leader of the city, right? And yes, and when when you're, the city is actually brought to a standstill by gigantic snowstorms you hope that that person who's running the city has the wherewithal and the interest infrastructure in place and the knowledge of where plows should go where they come from and how to get those streets clear and there was none of that i mean it was really sort of jaw-dropping the inefficiency of the city at that time um it was, I can't it, even imagine.
1: I can't even imagine.
0: You should. T- I. What I remember seeing when they finally did get some removal. You know, the snow had to go somewhere, yeah. and so they stacked it. I don't know. That's not the right word. <laughs> dumped it on the side of the sidewalks, and the bank of snow was like taller than I was. And you would you would walk through this opening to on the sidewalk to get across the street. I mean, it was really something. But we've got more. It, that's just one of them. More with the uh, Corey Ruber from the Chicago Tribune on Vintage Chicago Tribune, WGN TV, Tom Skilling. We're calling the silly, city's coldest and snowiest. January days coming up next on 720 WGN.
1: Well, that thrill cam picture is kind of deceiving because the sun out there looks like it would be a nice day.
2: But... Oh, I tell you, this is the kind of cold you walk outside, Sonia, and it hurts. Yeah. This will no doubt turn out to be the coldest uh, day from a high temperature standpoint we've ever had in Chicago mm-hmm. before it's all over. Bad news is sub-zero temperatures are here for another 24 hours, and we do have another bitter night ahead. How bitter? Well, uh, our thinking now is that temperatures will go down to 25 below zero in the inland locations and 18 below at the lakefront with chills tonight from 30 to 65 below.
0: Don't panic. That's an old tape. <laughs> somebody, somebody just tuning in going,
2: what? No. <laughs> 7,
0: 748 here at 720 WGN. John Landecker with Choir Rumor. And we're talking about uh, an interview she had with Tom Skilling. Uh, which has to do, part of the interview, with the coldest uh, uh, days in January on record and the most snowfall. And so, once again, on YouTube, you can find a whole bunch of stuff. And, wow, those were some pretty amazing temperatures he was quoting. But please, rest assured, that's not now. <laughs> I feel like... I feel like I, I feel like I'm Orson Welles doing War of the Worlds. The Martians are coming. Thinking, the Martians are I was coming.
1: The exact same thing, like you the thing. You were scare people, John.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we talked about the fourth uh, largest snowfall, the one that had the political impact because of Mayor Belandic. Uh Why don't we jump uh, so we don't run out of time? Tell us about the uh, that's what's number one.
1: Number one, and it's the anniversary of it later this week, twenty three inches from January nineteen sixty seven. I think it started snowing oh, yeah. yeah. at five oh two in the morning on January twenty sixth. It didn't stop until later the next day and before it was all done, twenty three inches of snow.
0: Let's see, the twenty sixth. Today's the
1: twenty
0: where we said fourth. Yeah. And we have and we have a um, serious snow forecast uh, that will go into effect about <clears throat> 4 a.m., which, of course, yeah. is tomorrow. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Where, <laughs> uh, what's the worst snowstorm that you've been in, Corey, here in Chicago, regardless of the, what month?
1: Okay, I will tell you. I will tell you, John. And it was, it was pretty recent. Um, I, our son was born in December 2014. And then we had, I think, in 2015, I remember it was Super Bowl weekend because my husband wasn't here. Super Bowl weekend, it, in 2015, it, so February, it snowed and snowed and snowed and snowed. And then after it snowed, it was going to get very cold. And so it, I had to shovel. I had to shovel, 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 shovel. And I was home all by myself because my husband was covering, <laughs> he was covering the Super Bowl in Phoenix, Arizona, which mm-hmm. he will be there again next month, Phoenix, Arizona. So this it brought up a bunch of memories. But I think we had like two feet of snow, and I didn't have a snowplow or snowplow, snow any of that. Right. So it was front yard, backyard, behind the garage, in the alley, all that stuff. What about right. you, John? When was the worst one for you?
0: Well, I think that's 79, the one we were talking about earlier. Um, yeah. The absolute... Um, had the biggest impact, but fortunately for me at that time, I, I didn't live in a house. I didn't have an actual sidewalk that I was responsible for.
2: Oh, okay.
0: So, you know, I lived in a apartment in the city, and Um, yeah, the streets were clogged and all of that, and the car that I owned, you couldn't see it. It was was completely buried. It wasn't even there. I remember finally, it seems like weeks later, trying to get this vehicle out of its spot on the side, uh, uh, its parking spot, digging away at this, dig, 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 pull, push, pull. Man, it was it was amazing. Yeah, that was the worst. But you know, there was one that Super Bowl. I think we're talking about the cold temperature of eighty five, somewhere around there, minus twenty seven degrees. You had in the article. Yeah. Um yeah. it wasn't the worst for me, but uh, I wanted to see what it felt like, so. I did. I mean, everybody's talking about this. Well, I bundled myself up. I mean, bundled. You could, I mean, maybe you could see my eyes, but that was it. And I just went outside and stood there. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, so this is uh, what that feels like, huh? Okay. I think I'll go go back inside now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, oh man. Uh, It's a, it's a great article uh, in the Tribune uh also in the vintage Chicago Tribune that uh core rumor would you say you specialize in that? would that be your specialty?
1: the uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's one of the things it's it's my favorite thing to do at the Tribune. it's my favorite thing of all the different things that I do. And so each week, you know, it's a challenge trying to come up with, you know, what's relevant now and what right. do we have in our archive? And so I work with uh, Marianne Mather, who's one of our photo editors, and I'll we try to figure out a topic and I say, okay, here are the stories. And she said, okay, I'll try to find some photos. And the best part about, you know, extreme cold, extreme snow is, you know, we have great photos in the archive. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's really fun to dig this stuff up. And, you know, we were talking about the 1979 blizzard situation and to look back at those stories and how they were written and, you know, what people were saying about them. So, yeah, I, I love this.
0: I you know, and it ex- the article also expands a bit when you're talking with Tom about, I mean, yeah, the focus is January, but certainly in the history of Chicago and uh Cold and the snow, uh, February, March, maybe even mm-hmm. a little bit, even a little bit of April can yeah. have, ha- have had historically uh, some snowfall. Um, I my birthday's March twenty eighth, and my parents kept telling me you know, I was born in a, in a blizzard. So, <gasps> and yet I survived. I don't know. They put me out. A, a, a polar bear picked me up. I was lying in the on an igloo. <laughs> And, uh, they they took me, no. Um, so, I mean, it can happen. And also he made reference to heart attacks though.
1: Yes.
0: Yes. Which is, when did he say that is more, more than likely April? Yeah.
1: He said that's when the snow, the water content of snows at that time of year is super heavy. Yeah. You just know when you go out to shovel it. You're like, wait a minute, why does this feel so much heavier? It actually is because there's there's more water in it. So to hear Tom say it, it's like, okay, good. It's not just in my head. It is heavier. Oh no, that time of year.
0: It, it's so heavy that it has that name. Unfortunately, I mean, uh, heart yeah. attacks. No, because people who are not accustomed to any kind of physical activity get out there with their shovel, and they think, well, hey, you know what? I'm just going to shovel some snow now. And that's what they're doing. But that snow uh, has is a lot not more, lightweight. No. Has and a lot more weight to it. And all
2: of a sudden, you go, oh, uh, that hurts my yeah. chest, my left arm. Oh, yeah. ow. Very Almost nice. False face first to ground. <clears> oh. <throat> uh, Uh,
0: Can I have a nomination, an acting? You know, we're going to talk about the Oscars after the news. How about a nomination for David as a cold person? There you go. Oh, no, a person having an heart attack. Sorry. And the award for a person having a heart attack goes to... I
2: am never going to live this moment (laughs) down, am I? No, I am not. Okay, fine.
0: We're going to talk to uh, blockbuster Blake Stubbs. The uh, Oscar nominations came out today. Corey, do you watch
1: movies? Uh, not anymore. Since I have a small child, I have to put to bed, and half the time I fall asleep putting him to bed too. So, no, not anymore.
2: <laughs> I, I wish. What about you, John? Hmm, that's oh, interesting. Oh no, no, I do. I'm
0: a, I'm a huge consumer of movies, streaming, whatever. Um, and uh, there were some surprises in the uh, nominations, but. Uh a movie that I mentioned what was it? Last week we David we were talking about everything everywhere all, all, at at once. All, yes. all at once. And
2: it got it got like, several nominations. Yeah. I think seven or eight. Actually or nine. Eleven. Eleven
0: Yeah. Corey, thank you so much for being with us. Always love talking to you.
1: Same here, John. You guys have a good night.
0: Stay warm out there. Um